How do you feel in your body when you're scrolling through Facebook right now or catching up on COVID-19 updates in your favorite news app? The truth is we are all feeling something. In fact, our nervous systems are being triggered right now. And many of us, possibly even you, are spending more time reacting than responding to what you're reading, watching, and listening to. In this episode, I talk about the revolution that is rising right now and what that means for humanity. I also talk about how to heal the divide that is taking place between us and how this all is an invitation for you to reclaim your power. It's a great episode, super quick, and it's filled with a giant message and a beautiful invitation for you. Now, if right now you feel like you do need to calm your nervous system, I encourage you to adopt a daily breathwork ritual. Sign up for Marcel Hoff's dopamine activation breathing course at rubyfremont.com forward slash D-A-B, that's forward slash dab. Enter Ruby at the checkout and you will save 70% off the course. This is the breathwork ritual that I do every single morning, and it's one that has completely changed my life. Now, after listening to this quickie episode, if you have a question or you want to share an insight, shoot me a text, one 336 and just remember to mention the episode number, and this episode is number 179. Now, whether you are a loyal thought leader or a brand new listener, please take a moment to download a few episodes and drop a rating and review on iTunes right now, please. And thank you. And finally, it is time to talk about the revolution of reclamation. Welcome to today's thought leader, where I'm challenging you to rise up, speak up and create a movement. I'm your host, Ruby Freeman, and I'm here as a catalyst for you, the new generation of thought leaders. I'm a kick-ass life coach, a bullshit detector, and courageous communicator. I'll show you how to gain visibility, build a cult following, and create impact while increasing your income. Join me every week as I dive into raw and real conversations that will help you amplify your presence, influence, and impact. It's time to unapologetically do what you're here to do and do it your way. So get ready, thought leaders, and let's make shit happen. Hey, thought leaders, and welcome to another episode of today's thought leader, where I don't really know where the fuck this episode is gonna go. <laughs> and if you've been tuning in um, throughout this pandemic, uh, you've heard me say this a few times, because quite frankly, things are changing at such a rapid and accelerated rate that it's hard to keep up. And, and maybe you've been feeling this too, right? Like the content you plan to share today no longer feels relevant because of what happened in the news or the stuff that I had planned to talk about on the podcast no longer feels aligned because of where I feel I'm at in, in uh, relative to what's going on in the world. So as things continue to shift at an accelerated or a seemingly accelerated rate, we're all playing catch up. 
there's like the intuitive part of us that knows whether you know this or not, there's this part of us that knows. And then there's the human part of us, the part that's been programmed um, from our society, from our upbringings, from what we've learned that is deconstructing. And then there's this, the soul part of us that is like, wait, let me catch up. Like I, I need to take a beat. I need to catch my breath. There's a lot of stuff happening all at once. And yeah, um, that's where I find myself in this space of, like I shared a couple episodes ago, like of, of not knowing a damn thing, of being super curious, of remaining super observational. And I'll be honest, like this past weekend, um, or at the time that I record this, so I recorded this one week ahead of time, which is, what, which is another change that I've <laughs> adopted um, normally with my podcast for the past three years, I've been recording way ahead of time. Like I'm usually at least a month ahead in recordings, if not three months ahead. And now I've shifted my solo episodes to record like one week ahead of time because I want to make sure everything feels relevant. Um, but with that comes my emotions and my feelings and and just being in it all, being in all of it. And so, um, you know, like I was saying this past weekend, I, well, this past weekend was Mother's Day um, and I felt really sad and it was a depth of sadness that I feel has been permeating uh, within my being for the past few weeks, but I hadn't really fully felt until Mother's Day came along. Because my mom and my entire family, actually, my entire fucking family, and I am Indian, I have a big, big family. My entire fucking family is in Vancouver. They're in Canada. It's where I'm from. Uh, I moved here to be with my beloved, my partner in shine, my amazing, amazing, incredible husband, Kevin Fremont. Um, and the borders are closed to non-essential travel. I am someone who has more than once <laughs> hopped on a plane last minute just to go see my family. Uh, I'm very, very close with them. I go home or I see my family at least twice a year, at least. And, you know, over the Christmas holidays, Kevin and I both go and we spend about, you know, anywhere between 14 to 18 days with them. And it's, the borders are closed to non-essential travel. Mother's Day rolled around and my mom, um, you may not know this if you've just been listening, but my mom was diagnosed with a very, very rare form of vasculitis called Wagner's disease um, back in 2013, which was the year I moved to LA. Very rare, it attacked her lungs and her kidneys. Her lungs were able to repair themselves um, through treatment, but her kidneys don't repair themselves. And so um, her kidneys eventually, after a few years, um, failed and she was put on dialysis. And throughout this time, she was also on and off chemo. There is no treatment for, there is no cure for what she had. Um, the only treatment that had been shown to show some sort of results were chemo. Why am I sharing this with you? I'm sharing this with you because my mom is um, 
uh, actively having her immune system suppressed um, with medications to keep this disease that she had battled for so long at bay because now she has a brand new kidney. She got a kidney transplant last year and um, thank you to the donor and the donor's family. And she's been doing really well, but she still can't, she's not allowed to take vitamins. She's not even allowed to take vitamin C. So she is a very, very high risk. Um, She's very high risk to COVID. So with the borders being closed for non-essential travel, that, that's just one issue. The other issue is, okay, when the borders reopen, will it be safe for me to be in contact with my mom, to be in proximity with my mom when we don't know enough, right? Uh, the testing, in my opinion, is not accurate. <laughs> you may have your own beliefs around this, but those tests were not made to diagnose COVID. Okay, look into that shit. Um, <clears throat> they provide false positives and false negatives, and um, we don't know enough about um, carriers and how susceptible those with um, suppressed immune systems are around those who are carriers. We don't know enough about the antibodies. We don't know enough. And so there's this question that came up yesterday and Mother's Day, and it was like, when am I going to be able to go see my mom again and hug her in person? And what a weird fucking question to ask myself in 2020 when I've always had the freedom to just hop on a flight sometimes like the very next day just to go see my family. And now this. And so that led me down a spiral of thoughts, of of reflection really on just the current state of our world and the current state of our minds and the current state of human beings and how we're existing amongst each other, even if it's not in proximity, physical proximity, but how we're existing amongst each other on social media, um, in online conversations, which to me have been feeling less like conversations and more like attacks, judgments, shaming, arguments, debates, fired up projections, like people just fucking vomiting their emotions all over the place. I like to think that I am a pretty grounded person. I definitely get emotional and I can definitely react from my emotions. And this is something that I've actively been working on. Um, And it's something that is... uh, that a lot of people are struggling with right now is the reaction versus responding. And I've talked about this on the podcast before. There is a heightened, we have heightened emotions right now because of everything that's going on. And everyone has their own experience with what's happening. Some people have been directly impacted by death in their families, family members dying from COVID Some people are completely not in the belief that this virus exists. Some people are somewhere in between, uh, like me. 
where there's definitely a virus, something fucked up is happening. People are getting sick. People are dying. And I believe that there's way more to this story than, than we know, which is why I remain curious and remain in a state of observation. And, um, you know, if you want to, if you want to dive more into to that, then go listen to episode 177. But really for today's episode, I want to focus on something that I had written and shared on social media a few days ago now, I think probably like a week ago from this going live. But it's the idea that this is an opportunity for reclamation. Right now, we are being challenged in a multitude of ways. And some people actually may not see this as a challenge. And, and that's okay. Like, I'm not here to, please know that I am not here to persuade you. I am here to instead encourage you to use your own discernment, use your own free will, use your own free thinking to come up with your own beliefs and opinions. And that's what I believe this entire, one, one of the biggest lessons in this entire thing is, is for humanity to go into a revolution of reclamation. If you are like me and you feel like your freedom, the external freedom, let's talk about the external freedom is being challenged, right? With things being closed, things being blocked off. um, And now this whole trace act. um, You could be left feeling like disappointed in what's happening, disappointed in our current systems. But I encourage you to instead focus on the, instead of focusing on disappointment, to focus on what is being presented to you. And it's this opportunity to reclaim your power, to reclaim your voice, to reclaim your power, to think freely, to choose freely, to, to use your power of discernment there is an opportunity for you to reclaim your potency, reclaim your health and your well-being right now. I truly believe that this pandemic pandemic is an opportunity for us to dive into a reclamation, into a revolution of reclamation. Because right now, the systems are creating more rules, more regulations, more safety precautions, quote unquote safety precautions, and some of them really truly being safety precautions that are actually confining us and dividing us further and further. But I also see the division being something that we as human beings are are, um, creating within these conversations that we're attempting to have online. So I shared a post about this, about how I believe that this is an opportunity to reclaim your power. I had shared like a snippet of uh, a press release or a news release from the city of Los Angeles saying that this is like our new way of living and I had a problem with that language. You know, for me, 
I don't see this as like a new way. I see this as a temporary perceived solution. And so I started writing a post about that and I said, look, um, this is an invitation for all of us to have conversations rather than judge or bash each other for our beliefs, right? Because when someone posts something, when someone shares something online, maybe they share a petition, maybe they share a YouTube video, maybe they share something that you don't agree with because it doesn't align with your values or your morals or your beliefs, it's really easy to come to a place of judgment. And if that post somehow in some way, shape or form triggers you, which I've seen happen many times, you know, someone posts something that is a so-called conspiracy theory, and then someone who's experienced a tragic loss of a loved one to COVID will respond and come from a reaction and bash that person for having those beliefs. It's really easy for us to judge and bash each other right now. I encourage you instead to, when you read things, and this is what I wrote in my posts, Notice how you're feeling in your body as you read this post. That's what I wrote. Notice how you feel in your body when you read this post. And for you listening, notice how you feel in your body when you hear me speak right now. Notice how you feel in your body when you go on Facebook and scroll your feed and read things. Notice how you feel in your body when you open up the New York Times app and read the news. Notice how you feel in your body when you watch a YouTube video that someone shared with you or a documentary that someone shared with you. Notice how you feel in your body, because that is going to tell you a lot. And when you give yourself that moment to really notice what's coming up for you, to notice what's happening, to notice where your nervous system is at, you can catch a reaction before the reaction has time to come out of your mouth or through your fingers as you type. That is also an opportunity to notice the judgments that may be coming up. Notice the assumptions that may be coming up. Notice what you may be assuming about people. Notice what you may be assuming about the person who wrote the post. And then notice how perhaps they didn't even write what you're assuming. An example of that is, um, I believe that there's more to what's happening than is being said. If I were to share that on Facebook right now, like if I were just to share, I believe there's more that is happening right now than is being said. I can guarantee you that there will be people commenting on a thread assuming that, oh, Ruby posted this. So that means she believes that the virus doesn't exist, that this is a cover up for 5G, that this and this and that and that. And like they will come up with a whole bunch of shit and assume that I believe these things, but I have haven't even fucking typed that. The point I'm trying to get to is it's much easier to assume, to judge, to bash people right now. What's harder is to sit in that place of observation, to remain curious, and to reclaim your own fucking power. Because this is not a time for us to judge and bash each other. This is a time for us to come to a place of understanding, of being able to see each other where we're at, of understanding that we all get to have our own beliefs and we all get to be on our own journey. This is not 
about persuading people. In fact, I think this is the best time for us to encourage each other to step into that empowered place and to reclaim our voices and to reclaim our truths and to reclaim our power and our ability to use discernment, to reclaim our potency, to reclaim our power to think freely, to be able to watch something, see how it feels in your body, and use your discernment in regards to what feels right and what doesn't for you. It's a very individual thing. For years, we as human beings have been giving up our power in in many different ways, right? Like uh, your upbringing, there are ways that in, in which you were raised to play small, to be quiet, to um, not speak up, to not speak your truth, to not be you, to wear masks because it's not safe to be you. And right now we're living in another iteration of that, where if you follow the rules and you follow the regulations and you follow what's being said, you will be deemed safe. But if you question anything, like not even go against it, but question anything, you're not safe. In fact, if you question anything, those who follow will deem you dangerous. And I have been accused of that over the past few weeks too, which quite frankly is really disheartening because I have never, ever persuaded anyone to believe anything. I'm just here to encourage you to open your minds, open your hearts, to see each other where we're at. Because I will respect what you believe. I'll honor you where you're at. All I ask is for the same in return. And this is the mentality that I would love to see more human beings stepping into right now. We're divided enough as it is. And right now there is... there. I, I mean, I I almost hate to use the word revolution, and yet it feels so fitting. There is a revolution happening right now, and I think it's been brewing for the past five years or so. And I know that some of you listening have felt that too. There's been a revolution brewing for the past five years, and and right now it's come to this... (laughs) this massive eruption and there's the revolution of reclamation, like the revolution for all of us to really own our power. And this doesn't mean like to own the power to rebel and do bad and go against the rules and do all this. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about rebellion. I'm talking about stepping into your truth learning how to decipher what actually feels resonant and aligned for you versus what you're being told is quote-unquote right or wrong. This is how we will move together and move forward as a collective is through the reclamation of of our individual power. I mean, how amazing would it be if everyone you know could stand feeling confident as who they are 
understanding that they have the power to choose their thoughts, to think freely, to ask questions. I mean, a revolution is by definition, a radical and pervasive change in society and the social structure. And that's what's happening right now. And not in the radical ways that you think. You know, again, this doesn't have to be a a rebellion with guns and wars. This is just an awakening for us to really see and understand our power, the power that we have within us. This is a revolution of reclamation. So my invitation to you right now is to take control of what you have control over. To reclaim your health, to reclaim your well-being. That is your number one defense to what's going on right now, FYI. To reclaim your discernment, your ability to decipher between what feels resonant and and right for you and aligned for, for you and what doesn't. To reclaim your voice, to reclaim your power, to reclaim your ability to think freely and to reclaim your potency, that which makes you you. That's the invitation. And as I share that with you, I'm also taking that invitation for myself and stepping into pieces of me that I didn't really know existed because it took something like this for me to see these pieces. This is not a time for us to to be agreeable or to people please. This is a time for us to own who we are. And if that needs to happen offline, let it happen offline. If Facebook scrolling is activating your nervous system in all the wrong ways, then don't be on Facebook right now. Use this time to reconnect to yourself and reconnect to your powder power and reclaim that because the revolution starts within the revolution starts with you doing your work and me doing my work we don't all have to agree on everything in my opinion in my personal opinion i don't need you to agree with me and i don't need to agree with you but what i would love to see is a collective of human beings who can be kind to each other despite differences, who can have meaningful conversations with each other without judging or bashing. I mean, wouldn't that be nice? Because in order to connect and and be together, we don't have to agree on all the same damn things. We can be different. So that's it. I don't even know where the fuck I went with that, but that's what I have for you. And I'm going to, I'm going to call it an invitation to reclaim your potency. 
that's what's being presented right now. And it doesn't have to be this big public thing that you do on social media. This is something that happens within yourself. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Today's Thought Leader, where I am challenging you to rise up, speak up, and create a movement. Please support me and this podcast by downloading a few episodes and dropping a rating and review on iTunes. And then if you have a question about this episode or you want to share an insight that you gained, please shoot me a text message at 1-781-336-0160. And just remember to uh, mention the episode number and today's episode is episode 179. Now, if you're like me and you've been experiencing a little jolt to your nervous system um, and you want to calm that shit down, I invite you to join me and thousands of others in a daily breath work ritual created by Marcel Hoff. And it's called the dopamine activation breathing. It is incredible. I do not go a day without it. I start my days with this prior to working out right as soon as I wake up. And not only does it calm my nervous system, but it grounds me into my energy while energizing my body. I love it. So sign up for the course. It's at rubyframon.com forward slash dab. That's D-A-B. And if you enter Ruby, At the checkout, you will save 70% on the course. So that link and more will be in the show notes. And then finally, if we haven't yet already connected, connect with me on social media. My handle is at IamRudy. Now make sure you check back on Monday for a brand new episode of Today's Thought Leader, where I take a break from talking about COVID to talk about Facebook and Instagram ads with Monica Louie. If you're like me and ads kind of go straight over your head, then you're going to want to tune into this episode because Monica really shares a simplified approach to advertising on Facebook and Instagram. I highly recommend tuning in. Thanks again for being here with me today, thought leaders, and I will see you here next week.